You know you're created for more. Now let's do something about it. Welcome to Project You, the space for you to embrace the I can, I will philosophy and finally start making progress toward your dreams, goals, and desires. Be kind, supportive, and remember every day that the blueprint for you is within. I'm Cami Craig Lyman, and today let's work on Project You. Hey you guys, welcome to Project You. I'm so excited for you to be joining us today in, in Project You podcast because you're here to meet a new friend of mine uh, that is also a mother of my other friends. Uh, her name is Sabrina Summers. She has a physical therapy doctorate, 35 years of experience as a physical therapist. She's the owner of Align Physical Therapy Group. And today we're going to be speaking about healing emotion through motion, the body-mind connection. Dr. Sabrina Summers, thank you so much for being here. And what does that mean to you out of the gate, healing emotion through motion, the body-mind connection? So I think most of us who live in the U.S., there's a lot of pressure, right? We're working mothers, we're, we're working at home, we're working with we uh, community relationships. And if you look at the statistics in America, uh, there are over 40 million people struggling from some type of anxiety or depression, or PTSD. 40 million. 40 million people. So anywhere from 17 people have anxiety. And as you know, Cami, we have them in our lives, we have them ourselves, we have them in the gym, and these people are trying to forge ahead and make a better life. But anxiety, depression, PTSD, there is a physical response. When people have a panic attack, they can't function. When they have anxiety, they're not their best self. You know, the, a lot gets detracted from who they could be and from feeling safe and comfortable. So there are many ways to heal depression, emotion, PTSD. So how do we help people? There's obviously the allopathic model of medicine, right? People need medicine, but sometimes there's some judgment or you're on medication. Or, so that's just one spectrum. But since we live in this amazing trillion cell physical body every day, if we start to hack it and understand how this body is talking to us till it screams at us with a panic attack, then we're more in charge. We're more partnering with our body, right? Right. So um, this is the whole intention of this. What we know when we look at people who are depressed, we look at their posture, they're rounded. They would rather curl up in a fetal position and be in bed. You know, they're forced to come out. But we know that depressed people can't move. So if you move, is the reverse true? So motion, there's a lot of different movement um, systems I'm gonna talk about that people can do. I wanna empower people to grab a hold of information and education and try to do themselves, right? You don't need life memberships with people like me. We just are the coaches. We say, hey, we've done this, we know it works, and this is specifically where you can start, and then you work your way to the next step. So people are empowered, right? Yeah. So that's the whole intent today for me. Oh, I love it. <laughs> well, I got to share my little baby story. It's a little baby one. However, I was talking to Tara, which is your daughter, and that girl has a, a thread in my heart, and she was always pulling on it, and that was to come see you. She knew for whatever reason, which she's a product of you, so now I know, but she knew that I needed to come see you. 
And uh, someone that's resistant to to wanting to be healed, what what will they do? They'll they'll stay probably in their depressive state. They'll stay within their anxiety because they don't know anything else yet. So I think there's really very few people who want to be in the state they're in. Right. The issue is that they don't know how to dig yeah. out. That's right. So once you find an avenue, so, you know, exactly. say say Tara, you know, she's pulling a thread, pulling a thread, pulling a thread, and you're open to, okay, Tara, I'll go, I'll go see your mother, you know, and and really what it was about was my ankle, like the the lack of motion in my ankle, right, and but obviously she knew you. I walk in, I know that I'm going to a line physical therapy group down in the Pepper Mill, Reno, Nevada region. Is that right? Yeah. I walk in and I'm ready to get really just worked on my ankle and solely my ankle. Or I just had a, I had the idea that that's all you were going to do. And without a shadow of a doubt, Dr. Sabrina Severs starts talking to me about the, the motion that I do not have in my ankle. She then starts to speak to me in a more emotional manner, which is I'm, I, I, I totally understood how she was speaking to me and it was intriguing enough for me to be a hundred percent open because I was also going through 2019 healing zone. I was doing yes. self-care finally yes. the first time in my life and you were part of that journey. So then she says, oh my gosh, I'll never forget it. She goes, well, how, how long has it been? I, I think it's been around since you're four years old, you started to, to feel this trauma. And I looked around and I was like, is this is it, am I a line physical therapy group? Because I just got touched in a whole different way that I had no idea I was going to be touched on. I learned about more of my trauma. I was, I was, um, I was curious to know, did it start at four? And I got answers after that. Mm-hmm. And then I started to be able to unravel not only my emotional trauma, but I got to unravel my physical trauma that was coming from that. And that segues into, that's just one little baby story, that segues in, I hear a lot about fascia, what is that exactly? So when you look at the human body, like what you said, you know, where does the body store trauma, right? We know about the mind stores trauma, we know we go to psychologists, we know we have counselors, we know. But there are books, the body keeps the score, right? The body somatically stores trauma. How do we prove this, right? So fascia, if you think first of how, look at how we're made up. There's a huge network. So you have the skeleton, then you have the bones on top, then you have the muscles, you have the skin, you have the fascia. The fascia is the largest network. It's a network, it's a web, right? Mm -hmm. And it's a sensory organ. When you look at the small nerve endings in the fascia, all of them end up into the emotional parts of the brain, the anterior insular cortex, right? So yeah. it's telling you, our body's always talking to us, but you know, we're busy with the mind, right. we've got this to-do list, and you know, we'll come back to it later. So how is your body talking? It talks, oh, are you cold? Is your stomach gurgling? Uh, are you having difficulty swallowing? Um, you know, is there something's tight on your body? So. Your body's always sensing where it's in space. Is my heart beating fast? Am I breathing fast, right? So we have this amazing feedback loop, right? But in sports medicine and in the gym, fascia is this this 
whole other thing, right? It's this connective tissue. It's hydrated. It's not hydrated. It's stiff. It's like beef jerky. <laughs> it has cross links. You know, it's a deer down. Roll it with a foam roller. That's all true. Yeah. But that's only there's the emotional that's half side the pressure. Right. Right. So if you guys can hear Dr. Summers, he she's saying all this that she's talking about the the actual physical being. Right, which is what most people go into a line physical therapy group and, and know that that's what they're going to get. But then you give so much insight on the emotional side of the fascia. So when you put your hand with my experience in the mind-body medicine, um, when I put my hands on the human body, if it is a physiological, biomechanical thing, I'd be able to feel it. When I feel a still space on the joint, even though this ankle is fractured, we know it's been fractured, you know, and we know it was three months ago. If there is what we call a still space, then it's emotional. And with my training and my intuition, I've always been guided. I can go back and say, what age? What was it related to? And then when we release the trauma, then we have the full component. So these are people, you know, I'm doing my exercises, I'm not getting better, my ankle just swelling up, because the body says, hey, I got another file over here, right? Like, you are right there. I, I don't want to be carrying this around. Can you just take care of it? So that's not a skill everybody has. Sometimes it's a developed skill. But, you know, that's my forte. Body-mind medicine right. instead of mind-body, right? Yes, so it's beautiful. read the body manually, mechanically, fascially. And we just, there's an unwinding. Like, emotions are stored. If you got an auto accident, it's not just, oh, I got hit. It's like, oh my God, is my car damaged? I just bought it. I won't be able to work. Who's going to pick my child up? You know, all yeah. of this and all of it's in one file, yeah. right? So just because your whiplash heals, if you had loss of work and loss of income for four months, you still have the emotional component. So hey, once you fix that, people get better because that's... That's the whole file. Well, I wanted to tell you this. I haven't seen you in a while. However, um, my times of seeing you and how much work that you put in on me, and you allowed me to also recognize this, right? And it, that's a that's a whole other step. Like, okay, I'm going in there for physical therapy, but now I know that I want to work even harder on on unlayering the emotional trauma. I want to get through this. I don't want to just put it on the side anymore. You helped me in that journey in 2019 to now where just the other day I was playing volleyball and I realized, Dr. Summers, that I was not wearing my ankle brace. I had more range of motion and more fluidity in my ankle than I ever have since I, tr I mean, I mean, I, you know the, the story. I've, I've destroyed my left <clears throat> ankle three times in my life to put myself in a cast or a boot. Um, and that was that was the measure of growth, yes. you know, and also knowing that it, it wasn't just a physical uh, standpoint that you were working on. It was the emotional standpoint that you helped me recognize that this needed to be dealt with. Yes. So um, thank you. So, you know, there's so much philosophy in your case, ankles, you know, are you able to stand up for yourself? Are you able to stand on your own two feet? Are you able to move forward? You, you know, asked so me those questions and, you know, those were the, the toughest questions. Can you ask those again to the, t tell them to Project Youth subscribers? So, do you stand on your two feet? So, different body parts, yes. right? So, say you have shoulder pain all the time, you have knots. So, 
Do you carry the weight of the world on your shoulders? Did you have early childhood trauma, your parent had depression, and you had to cook at eight years old, nine years old? You had to come home from school, you had to clean and take care of the other babies, right? You right. have the weight of the world on your shoulders. Right. People are depending on you. So that becomes your persona, yeah. right? Your feet, are you able to stand on your own two feet, right? Your hands, are you holding on, are you letting go? Right, the body talks in so many languages, right? If you look at Louise Hayes, and they have a huge book, what is the body talking about? So that's one component. So if you're getting stuck somewhere, you're trying to rehab your ankle, rehab your shoulder, then start looking, could there be one or two components that would take you to full growth? Right. Bam, you're, you're done, right? No more that childhood trauma that's churning in the back of in the back of your shoulders. Right. You're supposed to take care of other people all the time, right? Would this collide with this question? When we think of emotions, we think of them as being in our mind. Are they in our body too? So when you look at the body, we have different reactions, right? You have the fight. Everybody knows about that. Mm -hmm. You have the flight. And you have the freeze, right? So I want to tell you, even though I've been practicing for so many years and I've done trauma for three, four years manually, I'm the expert. Uh, I had a own personal story, which is, you know, if I choke up, just, you guys are right here, right here. Right they here. have a Kleenex. Get so, a Kleenex. Uh, it's the spring of 2017, and my husband, Alex, uh, we were preparing for his 60th birthday party. People were flying in. He'd had a migraine a few weeks prior to that. So literally, I chased him to the doctor. He didn't want to go. And uh, so he went to have a brain scan. And he called me from the VA. And he said to me, honey, I have brain cancer. And they, they tell me I have six months to live. So fortunately, I was just two half miles away. I just flew over there in my car, which is unusual for me. And when I went in, my husband, who was always my protector, he was always the main man. He was in the army. I mean, he could do anything. He was in shock. And so I went into fight. I puffed up like this big, mad dragon beast. My chest was up here, and I said to him, who told you you're going to die in six months? He said, the doctor. I said, he's not an oncologist. He doesn't know. It's only between you and your maker, right? So he went to freeze, and I went into fight. So 13 months later, Alex lost his battle with cancer. We did, right? And two days after all taking care of everything, I went into freeze. My body put the brake on me. It's like, you're done. Sit down. I couldn't move. I couldn't think. I didn't want to eat. I couldn't drive, I was just immobilized. So here I am for years talking about freeze from the textbook, and I was a captive audience to my body that knew better than me. It said, no more, sit down, break, right? So these are all normal things how our, our nervous system is wired, right? If you push it, push it, push it, and it thinks you're done, you're gonna be dead, you might have depression, you might freeze up, 
But we look at it, uh, patients will come and say, I don't know, I feel so stiff. I feel stiff. Then when I feel them, then this freeze reaction, they're like wooden. Then we say, do you have some trauma you're dealing with? Have you had some things happen in your life? So, you know, in the gym, you think about stiffness as delayed muscle soreness. You think about, I didn't stretch enough. I didn't hydrate enough. But your body has a whole other language. Language is like, sit down. You're done. That's right. Right? We were so So, yes, emotions start in the body because the fascia ends up in your emotional centers in your brain. That's right. And so your body's always sensing itself and it's always tending towards being safe. Safe is homeostasis, is stability. Right? So we should be able to rev up, but we should be able to calm down and relax. We have a gas and we have a break. Most of us are hitting the gas, hitting the gas, hitting the gas, right? But the braking system is more important for us to learn. That's meditation. That's chewing your food slowly. That's just taking a walk and being mindless, right? Mm -hmm. So we have a gas and a break for a reason. But society, we have so many challenges, so we're not balancing. We're not balancing ourselves out. That's right. Woo! Well, I'm inspired already. I'm learning so much. Uh, I just want to say thank you. I know this is, I know that this is a um, true help to our Project C subscribers, and I I understand you, and I know that everyone's listening. They're 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 this is resonating because in the society that we do live in, we're just at a fast pace. We're in a speedy race. You know, and sometimes it's to keep up and sometimes it's status and sometimes it's fear, you know, to really slow down. And and you are, I mean, you couldn't have nailed it on the head more than to slow down is when the recovery starts to happen. To slow down, that's when the body really registers uh, where you can really process things. And uh, that's a beautiful thing. Going into how does your body reflect your emotions? What does that look like? Are you putting in the effort at the gym, but just not seeing the results you want? It's time to check your eating habits. Abs are made in the kitchen. The Essential Fitness Cookbook is your guide to clean and delicious eating. Each recipe in this cookbook is easy to follow. Gluten-free, grain-free, dairy-free, soy-free, easy, and most importantly, amazing food. If you want to optimize your health and fitness through delicious food, this book is for you. Head over to www.ninacucina.com. That's N-I-N-A-C-U-C-I-N-A.com. And find the Essential Fitness Cookbook under the Shop tab. So let's talk about the major emotions that we have. Basically, there are four. You have fear, you have anger, you have sadness, and happiness. And interestingly enough, three of the emotions that we have are negative. And there's only one happiness. So we talk about, oh, I'm feeling joy. But if you have these other overriders, you know, happiness, your body's geared for survival. Like if you're in a fear mode and say, I am happy, I am happy, I am happy, your body says, well, you know, I'm short of breath, I'm having a panic attack. Uh, you really, you're not in happiness, right? You're in fear. So these are the big emotions. But emotions, have a body profile to them. If you see someone is fearful, they're, they're withdrawn, right? They're, they're yeah. back, they're crouching a little bit, okay? Anger, they're striking, they're moving forward, they're sharp, 
right? They're ready to explode. But happiness also has that context of light, airy, vertical, ascending, but it has a different flavor, yeah. right? And yeah. sadness, we're, we're turned in, we're crouched in, right? So the body is reflecting. So in the gym, you know, for you, Cami, uh, one of your clients walks in, you can already see that, but, you know, they have to be determined. They have committed to this. They're going to move forward. They're going to do their workout. Now, for those people, they might need some, if they're anxious, some diaphragmatic breathing. Just sit five minutes, breathe, balance out your system. You'll get to your workout. It's there, right? It's not going anywhere, right? No, you're right. So, listen to what your body's saying. You pushed yesterday, you're tired, you're stiff. You know, you don't have the oomph. No, but you're committed. You got to push, right? Yep. You have to do those many reps. So listen to your body and, and give it a little leeway. You know, I'm not saying take 45 minutes and lay down and then the class is over. But give your body that little bit, let me catch up. Right. Let me be safe. Let me be in balance or homeostasis. It doesn't take a lot. A few deep breaths and your body's like, okay. There's no danger here. That's right. Because I'm able to breathe. Yeah. I'm going to be okay. Yeah. So you try to get people to that okay. The other thing I do in practice is, just because they need to do transverse abdominis, if they are not, you give them small doses. Like maybe you can't do an hour. Do these five yoga poses for depression. Just five. Negotiate. Yes. Right? You negotiate to make the nervous system because it's about trust. Your patients, your clients... You have to read them so they trust you, right? So trust is about saying, I see you, I hear you, you're not so good today, but it's okay. It is okay. We will slowly work our way towards where we need to go, right? Yeah. So you give permission to people to express where they're you know, not feeling up to par today, and then you guide them through. Right. So you can dose the exercises, you can change the music, you can do so many things, but you and me, we have, to, we're, we're scouts, we're seeing, what do we have today? How are they feeling, right? Yeah. And while we can't say, you're feeling really poorly and we're not gonna do anything, you negotiate. And that's what people need, they need the partnership, mm. right? I gotta tell you the story that just happened today where four of us were sitting at the CCF protein bar and after the workout and we're kind of just reflecting about on the last week and a half of project c and caitlin goes gosh cam i'm not feeling as strong as i <clears throat> anticipated in my left arm and she had a very tragic accident that she went through a few years back 24 surgeries later and i looked at her and said we're not going to be a hundred percent every single day yes. there's going to be days that we're lacking motivation there's going to be days that our, our, our immune system is compromised yes. um, because we didn't get the right amount of sleep, the nutrients. We've been going hard for the last week and a half. So the, the fact that you said that is more reiteration that we are on the right track with the mentality of we do not have to perform at 100% caliber every single second. And just because you're not does not mean that you're, you're failing. Yes. Instead, I, I shared that truth with her that you just shared with me, and she walked away smiling, knowing that 
she got through that workout. It was it was with, within her full effort that she could give, giving that she was doing nothing two weeks ago. Nothing. You know, and these girls just walk into the program and now they go from nothing to everything. Yes. They're full gas pedal. Yeah. So thank you for yeah. for sharing that because it's okay to push the brake and it's okay to listen to the alarm systems. How many times have, I mean, that's a lot of my reason, my ignorance to my own alarm systems. Like slow down, you need to eat, you need to drink more water, you need to rest for two days and not touch a weight, Cammie. Yes. <laughs> what is what is introception and why do we need to develop this, Dr. Summers? So introception, so when we look at the human body, we have different sensors, right? What we all know in the gym as athletes, as gymnasts, is, is this proprioceptors, you know, balancing. We're balancing on the BOSU, there's mechanoreceptors in the joints, ligaments, tendons, right? Mm-hmm. But that tells us where is our body in space and about reactions and how fast we have to react. But the whole other system, interoception, we have a sensory system, which is in the fascia, which is, tells us about our internal self, sense of self, your awareness of yourself. And that's everything. Am I, am I cold? Am I hot? Right? Am I afraid? So, interoception is listening to the feedback from your body, right? Yeah. Uh, and exactly that. Is my stomach gurgling, right? Are my shoulders up by my ears? Is my jaw clenched, yeah. right? Things that we might be doing that the body's talking to us, but we're not aware of, right? So, interoception, again, is this innate, our sensory system telling us, are we okay? It's the nervous system that's talking to the brain and says, oh, something's not right, so then we go into fear, or something's not right, my heart's beating fast, then we go into anxiety, right? So, we have all these inbuilt things we're not really thought to stop and say, okay, why, what, what is this? Why, why are my shoulders? We say, I have these knots. Wow, look at these knots came back. But we don't say, well, what's going on in my life? Because that is wired into your jaw. That is wired into your brain for fight or flight. Right? If you had to run, you can't run with your shoulders slack. You pick it up. Yeah. Right? Get if you've got to be aggressive and fight someone, yeah, you have your teeth. Grit, grind, show your fangs, right? Yeah. So it's just wired. So when we find these things clenching and these shoulders up, that's your interception saying, ah, you're feeling a little bit threatened. What happened to you last week? Like you can't handle any more of this. Or get away from that person. They're toxic for you. Just, just see that stress you out every time, right? Yeah. So it's our own sensory system. The sensors in the fascia, the vagus nerve, which is your gut, which is a big topic. This is my big, big topic. But you know, so the vagus nerve is talking to the brain. And that does your gut, your gut feel, your gut instincts, right? I don't feel good in my gut, all these other things. Is that real to you when you hear people say, my gut feels this, my intuition feels this? You believe in that. You know what that is. Yes, because it's wired. There's some research, um, you know, uh, there's a book called Blink, Michael Malcolm Gladwell. And there was a research they did in Las Vegas at the casino, at the tables of all places. <laughs> yeah. They wired people up for respiration and breathing and everything else. And... They had, a, had put out the hand of cards. Before they picked it up, 
their body registered whether it was a good hand or a bad hand. Right? This, so this is about gut feel. Right? right? Intuition. Yeah. Right? But it's very organically located in the nervous system, in the vagus nerve, in your gut. Your gut is the second brain. It has the largest number of neurons, as almost as compared to the brain, which is as many stars as the Milky Way galaxy. That's the number of neurons in our gut. So when our gut's not happy, it makes our serotonin precursor 5-HTP. When we get depressed, then our posture goes, then we lose our motivation, right? So, yes, gut feels, instinct, we feel it, but because we're wired like that. We're supposed to. Yeah. Stop ignoring it. <laughs> well, what can we do in the gym and our daily routine to provoke happiness? Okay. All of us are either tending towards a few things, right? Peace, joy, happiness, you know, community. Yeah. There is a system of exercise called Laban, L-A-B-A-N, exercise. And they found that different movements provoke happiness. So, vertical movements, like if you went to a club and you were hands over your head and you were jumping, yay, right? Vertical, overhead. Yeah. Um, so that provokes happiness. So you should have seen Dr. Sarah. She's so cute. <laughs> you're doing a yoga pose over your head yeah. or you're rope climbing, yes. right? Or you're doing your burpees and boom, you explode. Box jumps, you're Box elevating. jumps, yes. vertical jumps, yes. all of that in your nervous system. That provokes, provokes happiness. happiness right? wow. uh, so we, can't, we don't need to take another 20 minutes to go and jump around. You're going to do these exercises anyhow, but have the intent, wow, when I do this, I want to explode with my burpees because I'm going to feel happy. Yeah. We know that the system of exercise. Now, if a person is angry, then we use different types of exercise. So, anxiety. Yeah. So coaches like you, coaches like me, we take an anxious person and we do rhythmic movements. We calm them down. We ground them. We do low to the ground, right? We don't do fast movements and they're punching and that just riles up the whole nervous system. So depressed people, they need Zumba. They need to be jumping around. We need to do uh, high intensity resistance, right? Hit exercises. Yes. So we have to design Based on where you are, you can design your program for what you need through movement, right? Parkinson's, they need to be doing tango, right? Team dancing, autism, team dancing, right? Where they're mirroring somebody else's body so that their mirror neurons that don't have it can fall all off. So, and there's so much you can do. What music do you choose? You know, think about Beyonce's, move your body, move your body. Well. When Jesus moves your body, you want to jump up and move around. So pick the music, pick the tempo, right? Uh, pick the type of exercise in the gym. And when you're doing it, just integrate saying, yeah, I remember what you said, you know, boom, burpees, here you go. Yeah. And vocalization. You know, we are a very stoic kind of society because we're not supposed to yell and scream and do all of this. But when you explode, you want to, ha! <laughs> right? Yeah. So, you know, get it out. In your gym. Get it out. Use, like martial arts, use that. But all of that, movement, vocalization, right. a tempo, music you choose, everything. It's a full, it's a full spectrum. Right? Dr. Summers, I, I obviously relate to this because I live in the gym. And what you're speaking of is so true. 
Um, and I see it as a release. Like there's got to be a different way that we can release ourselves rather than succumbing to alcohol or drugs or gambling or anything that is going to put us in a, you know, a, a very a short, short high, right? Yes. And not the longevity and put us back into that state that we don't like to be in. And, and if we do not release and if we do not practice our body in motion to heal the emotions, um, we always find ourselves in the back into the old habit. You know, and so when you say that, I really obviously relate to it because I have the the blessed life to see the people that are doing those those exercises. And as much as they don't like it and they'll roll their eyes at me probably every time when I tell them burpees or box jumps or starfish jumps, I'm not kidding you the the, the light and the energy that these men and women have walking out of that gym is, is tenfolds of what they came in with. Tenfolds. And so those are just the natural endorphins, the dopamine, the serotonin, the, um, uh, I know I'm missing, the adrenal gland enhanced. And, and, and it just makes sense to me. And it's hard to get into that habit. But, but hearing it from you, you made it sound so peaceful. <laughs> but, Cammie, don't forget that we have a gas. And that's the gas. Boom. Explode, <clears throat> right? But we have a break. So that's the foam rolling. That's the yoga. That's part that's of the, the process. breathing. Yes. Right? And that's nothing to be forgotten as well. So yes. that's so that's the gas and then you're sh- you're sharing that that's the break. Yeah. It doesn't have to be break doesn't mean you have to rest for 15 hours. Break can really truly mean to trigger point to and fashion. roll out and meditate and yeah. yoga. And just breathe. A few breathing breathe. exercises. You have no idea how many times I tell people to breathe. Yeah. They they forget, you know. Um, okay, so Dr. Summers, where can Anyone that is from Reno, Nevada, get a hold of you. How can they get a hold of you? How can they see you at Align Physical Therapy Group? So Align Physical Therapy, uh, if you just Google us, our phone number is on there. there. We're at 185 Cadillac Place. Right by the pepper mill. By the pepper mill. Yep. And uh, just call our office and okay. I'll design the program you need. Not everything is right for everybody, you know. Some people need more mechanical stuff. Some people need a combination. Uh, Some people need to be handled more gently. Uh, Some people people need more education about their biomechanical system. Um, But I really want people at the end of this podcast to think about their body a little bit differently. That there is a self, there's an awareness of self and it's built in. We just need to promote it. Right, your body stores emotions, body, mind, medicine. You don't have to do big stuff, add one more hour that you don't have. You can integrate into your gym program, you can foam roll, right? Uh, so it should be doable because we don't add one more thing that makes us more stressed out. A breathing exercise, which seems so benign, is the most important thing you can ever learn to do. How long do you need to do? A few minutes. Meditation. 10 minutes, 5 minutes, 10 minutes, right? Short versions that balance you out between the gas and the brake, right? The more you hit the brake, the more empathy, the more you're in touch with yourself, the better your relationships are, the less judgmental we get, right? So people who develop interoception, why do we need to do this? They have higher cognitive function, higher problem-solving skills better mood, better relationships. I mean, that's what we're all longing for. 
That's right. Right? I'll never forget walking in there and being prompted by your daughter and finally having that experience. It was something that I, I didn't know was going to happen. And because of you, uh, you, you, were, you, were, you were a giver and you were serving exactly what you were supposed to serve at that very moment. And I treasure that moment because it pushed me forward to, to healing more and to being a self-advocate, um, like asking questions. Those questions that you asked me, are you standing strong on your ground? Are you getting pushed over? Like I left there and like, who is that chick? <laughs> who is she? I know she's Tara's mom, but I need to know who she is. And, and you, 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 you're just a blessing. So I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart and also thank you for sharing your perspective on uh, within your profession at a way deeper level and when we become more aware then we're one step closer to being our better self well i want to thank you because i want to thank you and the listeners because people who are so determined and have a goal i admire i admire that they say i want this better life and i am going to go get it and the coaches come alongside and push them past to that finish line, right? Mm -hmm. So it's about us all empowering, right? Yeah. And uh, so that's what it's about. So I'm grateful to you. I'm grateful to the people listening. Um, it's beautiful. Okay, so this is what we do. At the end of every Project You podcast, all of our subscribers, and we might have some new ones today after this one, we have our own journal. And it's called Project You, and their names on the front of it. I have so many people uh, pictures of people's journals. However, at the end, um, we ask that our subscribers do one or two things that is in line with the topic. So really what they're gonna do is they're gonna journal what you tell them to do. So on the top of your head, real quick, is there two things that you can give the subscribers right now to file into their journal today to become their better self based on your type of topic? Uh, I want you to be more aware of what your movements, how you're using your movement to help your emotions. So you have to design it for yourself, like we talked, is it anxiety, is it depression? What kind of movements do you need? I want you to, when you don't feel up to par, to honor that. Acknowledge your body's talking to you. Right? Yes. Um, so respect your body is a trillion cell machine. The amount of intelligence and networking it has, we cannot even mentally think. It knows its business and it needs your help. Oh my gosh. Done. Mic drop. Done. So that's what, that's what we need to do in our journal. And that's a good journal entry to be able to write about what this feeling feels like. What, what they're feeling, what they need to do based upon our topic today. So that's everyone's action of the week. Again, Dr. Sabrina Summers, thank you so much for sharing space and time and the opportunity and the blessings are within. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. I love you guys. My obedience determines my outcome. My discipline determines my destiny. My faith determines my focus. <laughs>